Mmm. God damn, Jimmy. This some serious gourmet shit. Me and Vincent would have been satisfied with some freeze-dried tasteless choice, right? <laughs> and he springs this serious gourmet shit on us. Here at New York Giants Trade Talk, we always bring out the gourmet stuff. This is Tim, of course, talking New York football giants. Want to talk about Xavier McKinney's comments. Want to talk about, is he really going after the offense and maybe something else in giant uh, in the giant building that we don't know about? We're going we're to explore that in a moment. We're also going to explore the toxicity of giant Twitter. And social media in general, because I, I think we need to talk about like this is going to be a two part series in reference to talking about that. But let's talk about Xavier McKinney. Giants had a little bit of a press day today. Xavier McKinney, Wanda Robinson, and a few others talked to the press. And uh, Xavier was asked a question. And I love it because this is the snippet that everyone's playing. This is the snippet that everyone's talking about. But let, let's let's listen to it. Let's listen to this question at first, and let's listen to his answer right now. Hold on. Will be, uh, you know, in terms of those fundamentals as far as being able to make those tackles and not miss them. I mean, tackling. Obviously, we got to tackle, but that's not why we're. You know, that's not why we've lost two games. And so, um, I mean, obviously, we got to be better with it, but. Uh, that's not the reason to, um, you know, that's not the reason to us having, you know, lost two games, um, in my opinion. But um, obviously the fundamentals matter and we got to be a lot better in that aspect and which we will. Um, but, you know, it's not the reason, you know, that, you know, you know, like, it's not the reason why the games are going how they're going. So it's a lot of other different things that we got to correct and and be better with. But, um, and like I said, fundamentals always matter and they're always going to matter and we'll be better with it. But, um, you know, I'm I'm not going to stress too much over that because I know that we're a good tackling team. Um, Obviously we're just going through a little hiccup, but we'll, like I said, we'll correct it um, and we'll keep moving forward, but not going to stress over it though. So three times in that one minute clip, he he referenced the fact that this this is not the reason why we lost the games. The these these tackling is not now the Giants have missed like some like nine thousand four hundred and sixty eight tackles in the last three games. And when you can't get off a third down, when you can't get off the field on third down because you you are making these misses when when you can't when you can't stop a screen there I mean and and poor tackling is a huge part of some of these issues the Giants are having but I was laughing because I was trying to figure out if if I'm a reporter and I'm in the press of course because if you are a reporter you wouldn't be in the press but when you ask that question wouldn't you follow up immediately and be like, yo, okay, what do you mean by that? Now, maybe the reporter only had one question to ask. That's possible as well. But wouldn't you, as a secondary reporter, the next person answering, asking a question, uh, wouldn't you immediately go, hey, you know what, um, what you know, what do you mean by that? And, and I think that's, I think that's just an important question. Now, the next question was just to pay off, just to play off of what you just said in your mind. Why have you lost two games? Now, that's a great question. Now, his answer was, didn't start fast, defensively at least. I don't think we started fast. I think that we've gotten where we don't have any turnovers. 
I think those are the two big keys in my mind. Right now, we are trying to figure out a way where we can be able to force these turnovers. For me as an individual, that's something that I'm constantly trying to figure out is how to be able to first force turnovers, get the ball back to our offense. I think that that's two of the reasons. Even the games that we won, we still don't have any turnovers. So in really, in those three games that we played, I think that's the biggest thing for me and our defense. So everyone on Twitter is going after this, the first part of the clip, but nobody's playing the next question. I shouldn't say no one. The few people are playing the next question. They're all going after, oh, well, he's, 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 he's attacking the team. He's, he's going after Daniel Jones and the offense. This is what this is what kind of sickens me a little bit about Giants Twitter, Giants social media, certain content creators, because they, they, they're trying to cause controversy for Xavier McKinney for something that he was talking about the defense the entire time that the defense didn't start fast. The defense is, hasn't caused turnovers. And these are the reasons why we haven't started off fast and, and we haven't turned the ball over in three games. And, and he says, and I think that's the biggest thing for me and the defense. But if you go on social media and look at it, it's like Xavier McKinney's blasting Daniel Jones. He's blasting the offense. He's saying we can't get off the you guys can't get off the motherfucking field, which is why we are we are having so many problems. It's like there's a certain segment that wants to just cause controversy. There's it's like there's a certain segment that that revels in 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 being able to have that gotcha moment on Twitter. And I and I honestly, if you want me to be perfectly honest about it, I think some people need I need some people I need a lot of people I think a lot of people need to get a life. Because Twitter is not a life. Instagram is not a life. Content creation for anything is not a life. Unless you're Mr. Beast, who makes like nine bazillion dollars. But to sit there and think you got that gotcha moment, that 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 thing. And this and this is one of the things I, I, I've actually gotten really I've gotten I mean, I've really gotten off of YouTube. Um like two years ago, I stopped watching any giant videos except uh, some clips that people send me. And I started getting off Twitter recently, but then I got back on because I love posting stuff on Twitter and and I love posting stuff that I know is going to set people off and I know it's going to set them off and, and I know, and I do it intentionally so I can watch the reaction. And I love it because like, uh, I posted something and R zero B said, Hey, this guy's really going off on you. And I said, yeah, I said, that's fine. I said, that was the, actually the whole idea and the whole purpose. It just kind of it just kind of reinforces my point that some people are so asphyxiated on social media and Giants Twitter and having that gotcha moment to go after other people and other fans that it's kind of sickening now, and it's kind of reached the point of toxicity. It's just being toxic. And I, and someone asked me the other day, you know, would I let any of my young kids go on Twitter or social media? And I said, no, I don't. I mean, I let them watch YouTube. You know, they they watch, you know, Mr. Beast, Ryan Trahan, Let's Game It Out, you know, shit like that. But I always monitor what they're watching. But in this day and age, you have so many people that their lives are so ingrained with social media. And and they think they're being these, these monumentally 
astute fans of the game and of the giants by, by posting some of this stuff. And, but half the time I I've said it before, a lot of times these people don't put stuff into context and context is the most important thing at times that if, if you are, if you are playing a clip of Xavier McKinney saying something, but then do not follow up with the next question and the next answers of the question. And you are trying to stir controversy because you want to get the likes, the clicks, the bleeps and the boops. You got to go out and get a girlfriend. There are plenty, plenty of dating sites and apps. I think you just, I can't remember. I don't know which one is where you swipe your fingers, you know, because it, it, you're not creating a, a, a fan base that a is knowledgeable and B that you are, you're together as a cohesive unit. I always talk about the, uh, the 83 quarterback controversy between Phil Sims and Scott Bruner. And I have the articles from, and I'm actually going to show them, I think on Wednesday's video, um, that basically talk about Phil Sims and uh, long story short, Scott Brunner came in for an injured Sims, led the giants to the playoffs, had their first playoff in, in decades, winning years. And then they lost in San Francisco. And there was a quarterback controversy because Brunner like was like a 12th round pick out of Delaware. Sims was like, of course, a first rounder. And, and there was this, just huge because Sims wanted a trade during the 83 season. There was just, just, just it was just a huge controversy. And I've talked about the fact that, excuse me, this was in the 82 season. It was so, no, the 80, no, it'd be the 81 season. I'm sorry. It'd be the 81 season. 82 season was the strike shortened season. Uh, 83 was 312 and one. So what happened was Sims asked to be traded. He didn't get traded. You had two camps going into 83, and that would be the 312 and one season. You had the Bruner camp and you had the Sims camp. Now, at the end of the day, you had your guy that you were rooting for. Yeah, you, you, you knew who you wanted to be starting quarterback. And there, you know, there was controversy on the radio and on the television, of course, because they didn't have social media. But but at the end of the day, when you head when you went and headed over to the Meadowlands, it didn't matter who was who was under center. Everyone turned into a giant, and I've talked about this before, you turned into a giant fan and you rooted for your guy. Now, of course, if your guy played poorly, you then, you know, you, you didn't want to say anything, but then if, you know, if you were the opposite, if you wanted, if your guy wasn't playing and your, the other guy played poorly, of course you turn around and you're going to be like, oh, you know, you should have brought my guy in, but it was an all, it was all in good fun. But at the end of the day, we all rooted for a giant win. Now we only got three wins that year in one tie, but you put everything aside for Sunday. And you were never, you were never beyond toxic in reference to saying, okay, your guy is this because of this and your guy is this because of this. You, and I loved it because I, I remember so many tailgates with my father and his friends and, and, and everything else. Cause I was still, I was a kid back then still. And, and you just kind of sat there and you watched it all. And yeah, there was good nature ribbing, but you know, it was all, it was all in good fun. Now, now you, you have the keyboard warriors who, who use amenity behind the social media to, to, to say these things. And then they just kind of just disappear or they just keep saying things that are even stupider. And I've said this before, the problem with the young fan base now today is a lot of times they get their information from social media, from Twitter, 
from YouTube, from everything else. And I think if you're being disingenuous when you're actually posting things, and I think if you, you are only telling the one side of a story and you're not telling both, you're not, you're not looking at both sides of the coin, both sides of a coin, you, you're, you're just not giving the right information and allowing people to learn from your expertise. Now, the problem is more and more of these, this last six months, I mean, Twitter has just become, like I said, giant Twitter has become toxic. I actually have a friend that's a Cowboys fan. And I was talking to him the other day and he sometimes comes on to the streams and, you know, leaves comments and watches. And he was like, you know, dude, you guys are rough. He's like, we, he's like, we make fun of you, you know, giant fans in general, because of the fact that you can't figure out how to root for your own team, that Daniel Jones is such a polarizing figure that he's dividing the fan base and he's not doing Dan Jones isn't doing it personally. It's just, you know, like I've said this before, you have a segment of fans that have never known anything, but Eli Manning. And at the end of the day, because I've known nothing but the success of Eli Manning, their next quarterback is Daniel Jones. They're, they're not they're They are not aware of the fact that you do not hit on your quarterback all the time. You sometimes go through the quarterback desert before you find that next Messiah. And it's okay to swing and a miss, but they are so ingrained with the fact that they had Eli for X amount of years, and they just automatically go by the assumption that Daniel Jones is going to be the next greatest thing since sliced bread. And then when you question the reality, they go on these Twitter rampages and attack anything that moves. But like I said, but they do it anonymously. 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 I can't even talk. I can't even talk tonight. But they do it under the cloak of darkness, we'll say. So because of the fact that they know their true identities are not going to be revealed. And it's just getting worse and worse by the moment. So I've made a pledge. I'm just going to stay the fuck off Twitter. <laughs> and that's going to, and that's going to be a hard one. That's going to be a hard one. That's what she said. But I think, you know, for my own sanity, because you see these things and you're just like, this is just beyond stupid. And then, and then people are just looking for validation from former players and everything else. Like, like that is, that is their badge of honor. That is their badge of courage. To me, it's more of a scarlet letter. Grow up, become part of society, get a life, root for your team, and root for your team to win, and root for it as a, a cohesive fan base, not a bunch of people just attacking each other. We're going to get more in depth into that tomorrow, but you know what to do. Don't forget to like, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to ring that bell if you want to know why, and that'd be awesome.